Welcome, 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 welcome back to another episode of the UK Podcast. I am Anushka, your host for this show. And here we talk about everything from comparison to different personalities of comparison, how to overcome them, and how to forge our own unique path without taking on to the interests and dreams of others. So in the last episode, we talked about downward comparison, which is where we put ourselves on a pedestal and feel better about ourselves by looking at people who might not be on the same level as we are or do not have as much as we do in our mental level of skills. So if you want to learn why that is bad in the long term and how to overcome it, please check out the last episode on downward comparison. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about something very interesting that is unrelated <laughs> Sorry, I mean, that is related to downward comparison. Um, it is this feeling that we have, and I bet that you've had it too. It's this voice in our head that just screams when we step outside and it tells us, I hate people. I hate everyone around me, and I just want to get home because I'm so exhausted of being around all these energy suckers where we think that everyone around us is either conspiring against us or someone else. And we're just so frustrated and annoyed and just exhausted of looking at people or just being around people, simply not our personal friendships or relationships, but strangers as well. Now, how is this a face of comparison? Because it definitely does not look like a personality of comparison. We honestly do not just want to spend our energy on others who might be distracting or who might be energy suckers and how does that become a face of comparison well for starters um if i think about it what conversations in my life have been truly truly energy sucking conversations where i had that strong feeling of that i hate people i can begin to think about um some of the conversations that I had with my friends and one of them was where I, I I remember I was having a terrible day this one time I mean yeah we do have terrible days a lot of the times but I remember this one time I just had a terrible day I was walking um to a coffee shop and I was meeting my friend there so we were both at the coffee shop and we were meeting after a long time so Trust me, it was like a precious moment because I hadn't seen this friend in about six months and it mattered. So that conversation should have been good. That's why I do remember it. So evidently that I saw her after a long time and that place was pretty. So I sat down with her and the first thing that came out of my mouth was, I've had the worst day ever. I remember my day was just terrible that day. You know, those days where everything seems to be going wrong and it just <laughs> your life at that time just feels like a series of unfortunate events like if someone were to name my day it would be called like series of unfortunate events so I remember um almost getting into a car accident and it was pouring outside like it's just raining super hard and I didn't even have an umbrella on me 
And at school, I lost like my headphones. I absolutely love my headphones and not having to find them, knowing the fact that someone stole them just pissed me off. And those things were all out of my control. So it's not like I was being a victim of the situation. It was just like things that happened in series that just made my day terrible. So I started telling her how how bad my day was. I started giving her all the details and yes, I told her about what the day went like and in turn I was expecting her to say, Wow, that sounds like a very, very bad day, Anushka. Like I hope you're okay because I know there's no solution to this. There's no way I can make you feel better. But you know, I was expecting her to be a friend to me and start talking me down, calm me down, or even like just, you know, rant with me and tell me whoa that does sound like a terrible day how could your day be that worse so that's the kind of conversation I was expecting what I got in return though was her telling me you think you had it bad you think your day was bad listen to mine and she gave me like a hundred reasons why her day was worse than mine and I, I honestly can't even tell you what she told me and I don't even remember what her day meant like because I did not care one bit about what she was telling me I cared about telling her how bad my day was. And then at the end of that conversation, um, it just ended up feeling like a problem comparison battleground. Like we were both just going at it. We just started discussing, not even discussing, started like blurting out our problems. And before we know it, it was very, very energy sucking. Like that is why the problem comparison um, conversations pop up in my head because it, feels like so energy draining that I do not want to be around people anymore that is one reason why people just started seeming like I would rather not talk to people because when I do tell them about my problems it feels even more magnified in my head because I'm getting to talk about them and it does not it definitely does not help release the tension because first of all now to tell her that my problems are worse I started dissecting them and started picking things in them that I didn't even care about first like oh but those headphones they were one of a kind or I mean I don't even ever sit on that table in that specific spot in the library but this one time I sat and that's when I lost my headphones so I started factoring in things that I didn't even consider about my problems before but now that I was telling the problem to her everything started coming in and my problems just got so much more magnified because I thought about the nitty-gritties that I didn't even care about before. So that conversation that did not help me let out anything, it in turn magnified and made everything so much worse. And one thing I remember was that my friend, she did not give me any solutions. I definitely did not give her any solutions. And it felt like how could she think her problems were bigger? I mean, I had this little bit of resentment towards her that she just doesn't get it. Like she belittled my problems by not even giving them the acknowledgement that I think they deserved in my head, but she completely dismissed them because her problems were more important. You get what I mean? It's always that people start feeling like they're so focused on their own issues and their own problems that they're not willing to listen. So that definitely, definitely added to the feeling of frustration. And that's when it all started for me, where I started wanting to get to university, attend classes, get back home and just not talk to anyone. I would absolutely avoid interactions. And that kind of um, slipped into my work life as well, where I would go to work, I would do the work and it would just be like, I need to get home. I 
would rather be alone inside my house. Now, um, I know some of you are thinking, well, I'm an introvert. I just like being by myself. Well, that is great because I'm an introvert as well. I do like being by myself. That is one of the times that I have the best time because I'm able to think, I'm able to do whatever I want. But this is different from being an introvert. The I hate people mentality, it's very different from I'm an introvert mentality. So let me explain to you how. The place where these two things are different is introverts are usually still connected to their families and friends. They still care about them and they still know that there are people out there for them that care for them, if that makes sense. So if I'm an introvert, I know that I definitely, definitely love my family a lot and I want to spend time with them. And I know that they care for me as well. If I'm an introvert, I know that my friends are out there, even if I'm not talking to them every day because I honestly don't like spending too much time talking or ironic, by the way, because on this podcast, all I do is talk to you guys. But I don't like spending too much time talking on calls or conversing all the time. But I still know my friends are out there. I care about them and I love them. Right. So that's the introvert mentality. But then the I hate people mentality, it pushes us, it kind of creates this zone for us where we want to be isolated. We do not want to be around people because we just feel so detached. We feel that we do not relate with anyone. There's no one out there that understands us. And one of the reasons why this happens is because. We have been wronged in the past. We want to have that shield around us where we want to protect ourselves from all the negative experiences that we've had. And that is a very legit reason because, of course, of course, there are things that we want to protect ourselves from. But protecting ourselves versus closing ourselves are very different things because when we start to close ourselves, we close doors to things that could have been good, relationships that could have been good. And it's really not so black and white where we, um, you know, if we have to cut out everything, we cut out all kinds of relationships. And then there comes a detachment where we don't feel like there's a sense of care or even um, any kind of compassion towards other human beings. So how and where does this come from? Where does it even start? And why do we experience this mentality? And lastly, how is this a phase of the old devil comparison by the way comparison is lucifer it's not a complete devil it's like a fallen angel so it has its good and bads and that's what we're here to discuss it's not completely a devil okay getting back to where does it come from i'm gonna get tell you something that's rushing towards you if you related with everything that i just said something that's running towards you coming towards you and you don't even know about it And this thing, it comes so fast that it smacks us in the face and puts us down on the floor and we don't even know how to get up. We feel paralyzed and we feel weird. Someone has taken over us and we have no clue how to get back into who we were. It's called burnout. Well, I don't know if you've heard of a burnout, but it is very, very common in the corporate world. And if you are experiencing a burnout, you're probably an overachiever and you are a high achiever. So let me just give you a pat on the back for that because overachievers and high achievers are usually the ones who experience a burnout. You know, we set our eyes on something. We set our eyes on this goal that no one can move us from it. 
you've probably heard of the saying that says whatever it takes or stop at nothing. So our goal becomes our life where we care, we completely ignore our health, our well-being, our friendships, our families, our finances, our fun, our playtime, our relaxed time, our blissed out and our chill time. Everything, it gets ignored because we care about that goal so, so much. And we experience a burnout. So what a burnout is, is that high achievers usually see as goals as this thing that they can achieve. And they see that they can achieve everything and they don't need to stop at anything for it. So they don't see the burnout coming because it's this peak stage where they keep on going and going and putting heavy and heavy workloads on themselves. They ignore all the different aspects on their lives and completely focus heavily on this one goal. So when we're so focused on putting, like doing whatever it takes for a goal, we don't care what kind of workloads are we putting on ourselves. We take upon any task, we say yes to anything, we push ourselves too much at certain point. There's this boundary that we forget to ignore uh, among where is whatever it takes for the goal versus where it's too much for us, where it's being too hard on ourselves. And there's just so the pressure on us is so enormous that we don't even realize how hard is it about to hit us. So a burnout is then when we are operating at this peak stage where we're just going at it, it hits us and we don't feel any motivation towards this, toward it anymore because we've been going so hard for so long and we don't see the results or if we just are tired of working at this level and Trust me, everyone gets exhausted of it because it's impossible to completely focus on one thing and ignore all the other aspects of our lives, right? So that's how burnout comes. It it just hits us, it brings us down on our knees, and we don't feel like doing anything anymore. So what does burnout even look like? First of all, like I described, it's the demotivation to move forward. We don't want to move anymore. We don't want to achieve our goals anymore like i know goals are super important to us and i know goals are what drive our growth but once we are too hard on ourselves to achieve that goal we forget why we wanted to achieve that goal what was the end purpose usually there are three end purposes of a goal either it's health wealth or relationships either we're looking to be more happier and have a healthier lifestyle Either we're looking to add to our wealth or we're looking to have better relationships, right? So if it's for wealth, let's say, well, what can wealth give you? What can wealth get us? Is it happiness? If happiness is what we're looking for, then is by letting go all the different aspects of our lives right now going to give us happiness at the end of the day? And will it really, really be worth it? So that goal we need to factor in why we started or what is the purpose what are we so what are we pushing ourselves so hard for just so we stay motivated in the long term and we don't have a crash and burn where we are motivated like super 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 motivated for a short time and then we have a crash and burn and the motivation just goes completely down for the next few months and then that goal just doesn't seem attainable anymore or you're motivated, you're motivated, and you stay motivated for a consistent long period of time. And that's how we should be achieving goals instead. So yeah, the first thing that burnout does is that it demotivates us to move forward. 
the second thing is that we start to experience a physical and emotional exhaustion, you know. Um, I remember around this time when I did not want to be around people, when I did not, when I was pushing so hard to achieve everything in my life to achieve what I wanted to achieve, my head would just hurt. I could not sleep during the nights. Like I had this strong, strong um, insomnia. Like I had, I couldn't stop thinking about things, not stop thinking about the goals I had to achieve, or even started feeling useless about not achieving some of the goals. And I had tons and tons of sleepless nights. So that's a big symptom of a burnout, by the way, where we have fatigue and we're not able to sleep at night because we're so overwhelmed with all the work that we have. And it also leads to this anger towards ourselves because we can't just figure it out. We just feel so useless for not getting to that goal faster or not being able to do everything it takes for that goal, right? And that's a big sign of a burnout. And it might be coming faster than we see sometimes. The last one, and this is the one that matters the most to this conversation today, is cynicism and detachment, where what cynicism is that we think that everyone out there is to get us, like everyone is there to get us or to do something bad to us, where we think that we need to save ourselves from the world, where we want to be isolated, we want to be in our own zone so that no one is stepping into our energy field. And we just feel so detached from the outside world because no one feels like they're adding any value to us anymore. We become pessimistic towards how we see the world and there's no fun and enjoyment in anything we do anymore. So that detachment, it gets stronger and stronger every day where we don't want to see anyone anymore. And the friends that we do see, it the conversations feel empty. They do not act toward the day and you know oftentimes we go out after having a long day we want to see our friends we have had like a lot of work and we've just been pushing so hard towards our goals that we want to see our friends maybe but then that doesn't end up being the experience that we were hoping to have you know it feels that oh man I could have just stayed at home and done something else because seeing them it did not add to my day it did not make me feel any better And now I'm stuck feeling worse because all the time that I could have spent working upon the goal that I'm working on, now it's gone because I just spent some time with my friends that did not feel good at all. It felt more empty than than expected to. So detachment is a sign of a burnout. Now, why is detachment not bad? Let me tell you something. So detachment is not a personality type. And feeling that we hate people and we don't want to be around people, that we want to isolate ourselves, it's definitely, definitely not a long-term personality or a long-term thing that we cannot change. Because being stuck in that mentality, it does not come from a natural place from us, within us. It is this phenomenon called burnout that I just described. It is our bodies and our minds way of telling us that we are going through something that we need to slow down and ease down on ourselves because our body is exhausted. So burnout can be a very strong reason of why we think that we hate people. And trust me, I have had people, I've known a lot of, a lot of extroverts who have experienced burnout. 
And it's not a thing that introverts experience burnout only because extroverts and introverts are two personality types that we've told about, but wanting to isolate from people and wanting to not be around people, that is not exceptional or exact like um exceptional to introverts because what happens is that intro- being an introvert is very different from being an extra like being a um a hate mentality kind of a person so let me just explain this concept to you real quick how is introvert extrovert and how does i hate you mentality all tie in together because I've come across, like I said before, a lot, a lot of extroverts who go through the same thing where they don't want to be around people. And suddenly they have this identity crisis thinking that, well, I've always been a people's person and now I don't want to see people now. I just want to be by myself. What happened there? Am I an introvert? I'm an extrovert. I'm an introvert, if you've heard of that term or... You know, there's just so many terms popping up in our head and we want to define ourselves one way because we want to have clarity of who we are. Wanting to have that clarity, it does make sense, of course, but then how is it different? So um, the Ahiji mentality, like I talked to you about it before, it comes from a sign and symptom of a burnout. So an extrovert is very, very likely and just as likely as an introvert to go through a burnout. And if they are going through a burnout, of course, the symptoms and the signs are going to look the same. So don't question your identity as to are you an extrovert, are you an introvert if you're going through a burnout? Because it can very well happen to you that you don't want to be around people anymore and you want to isolate yourself from the world. And it's just this detachment that is there that starts to bog us so much because um, it, it just feels so empty and lonely that we're not able to connect with anyone out there. So first of all, if you relate with all of this and you think that you might be experiencing a burnout like I described, stop right there and reassess your situation. Stop for a second and reassess what you're pushing yourself so hard towards and why are you pushing so hard towards it? I know it can be hard to come up with answers, I know it can be hard to justify some goals because we humans just have goals that we have set our eyes on. We need to have them in our lives. And maybe the why or the purpose that we have is what is has been put it, pushing us so hard towards that goal. Like, let's say I want to do really, really well on a job interview and I really want it. And the why behind it is that I want to have a secure future. So of course, that is a strong why to have. But then the end goal of it is that why I want a job is because I want to be happy and secure. Well, can I be happy and secure right now in this moment without that job, without giving up everything else in my life? Can I have some form of it in my life? So try to find what end goal are you pushing so hard towards and try to manifest it in your life in another form that does not lead to a burnout that allows you to have a colorful variety of things in your life and not just that goal not that goal not just your life you know because if we keep on going this way we're going to lose important connections and we're going to start feeling detached where i hate people becomes the norm for our mind where it becomes so normal to us that every conversation becomes super super draining and 
just think of this um you do end up getting the goal and you do end up achieving the goal you end up getting the job that you're pushing so hard towards and you just are happy where you are because you did accomplish what you pushed so hard towards now what happens with that happiness look around do we have someone to share that happiness with or have we detached to the point where our happiness stays for a minute we pat ourselves on the back for achieving the goal that we wanted to achieve and now we don't have don't even have a single person to share that happiness with and the only thing that we have to do is move on to the next goal set another goal for ourselves and push towards it how does that existence look like do we go endlessly till we you know you know what the end looks like to life and we just keep on going on to the next goal on to the next goal till we have no friendships no one to share it with and it starts feeling like this pain and endless suffering that we cannot put an end to because there is no one to help us out with this problem so the solution of this like i said before first of all is to treat this podcast this audio or the realization that you might be going through a burnout as a big big wake up call to reflect upon your goals and your actions and if you think that this is not a burnout and you do not relate with everything else but the only experience that you're having is a feeling of detachment then we have another issue to talk about well first of all let me just correct myself it's not an issue it's just a phase that we're going through and it definitely has a solution to it so we have to know that um feeling detached feeling that we hate people i know we put it up as a wall around us sometimes we want to protect ourselves from all the bad experiences that we've had and we want to protect ourselves from people because of course that we're not stupid we want to learn from the mistakes we've made we want to protect ourselves from the world but this is not the way to do it trust me on this detaching from the world is not the way to protect ourselves because the only thing we do when we detach is we close ourselves off to the possible good as well so it's not possible to detach yourself happy like that doesn't happen you detach yourself completely from the world and maybe there were good relationships out there maybe there were positive ones that were coming your way that you just closed yourself off off because you were so scared of the negative ones and well aren't the positive relationships worth it maybe one positive relationship is definitely worth all the four negative failed ones right and i'm not talking about relationships in just the loving romantic sense of a way but also meaningful deep friendships so taking this way it does not protect us from the world it the only thing it does is it leaves us feeling empty and lonely thinking that there's something wrong with the world and there's nothing that we can do about it so we think that there's no escape so treat it like a reality check you're not special for hating the world a lot of us hate the world and this might sound harsh and rude that i thought i was special and i thought that being a misfit where no one understands me where i hate people makes me special well it doesn't all it does is it avoids real meaningful relationships in your life and the only person you're impacting is you it doesn't make us unique in any sort of way so Here I would like to introduce you to a very um, popular idea of why we might be going through this mentality without experiencing burnout is the confirmation bias. 
we seek in our environment what we believe. Let me give you an example of this. Close your eyes for a second and just think of the first color that pops up in your head. Thought of it? Cool. Okay. For me, it was red. So now look around the room and notice everything around you that is red, right? Pick up everything in the room that is in the color of red. Now close your eyes again and tell me what all is blue. <laughs> Can't find it, right? So let's try this again. Now pick up on everything in the room, look around or wherever you are. Look around and see everything around you that is in the color of red. Got it? Got it? Got it? Okay. Now close your eyes and tell me what is brown. Okay. I know some of you are naming things that were red as brown now. You're trying to fit it into the category of brown just to you know, pass a little test. So what happens is that we seek approval. Um, for the things that we are looking for in our mind. So what this means is that when you go around seeking red into the environment and you try to find blue, later on, you're not going to find it. Like, this might be confusing, but let me just explain to this in a simple way. Um, have you ever had those days where you are, um, you start noticing red cars everywhere, everywhere around you? Suddenly, it feels like everyone in the goddamn world has red cars. <laughs> So that is our confirmation bias acting upon us. What confirmation bias is, is that we seek approval of our beliefs in our environment. Um, we have this tendency to search for or, you know, favor information that fits our beliefs. Now, you thought that, oh, wow, a lot of people have red cars in this world. You suddenly start seeing a lot of red cars because you are seeking information that fits our beliefs or fits your beliefs or approves of what you thought of right? Going in believing that you hate people, going in people believing that people have a personal vendetta against you, well, that is what you're going to find then because it's a confirmation bias acting upon us. It's not even something that I'm coming up with. It's a proper, proper, proper psychology. And it's a theory that's been in, in it's one of the most basic beliefs that human beings go through is that we only seek information that fits our beliefs, fits what we already believe in. So if you go around in the world believing that everyone sucks, the world is terrible, and you're never going to find a relationship, guess what will happen for you? It's all going to get true because you're going to start seeking people who do conspire. We're going to start seeking people in a way that we don't like them. And every conversation we have, we're going to confirm, yup, hate it, still hate them. Still hate people. Yep. Still not liking them. <laughs> you get what I mean? Like we are going to work towards confirming our bias against people. So for today, just for today, try this mindset out and let's give into the confirmation bias and try to make something good out of it. Which is the good thing that we can make out of it is we get to pick our beliefs. Trust me, we're not tied down to it. So for today, step outside or if you're already outside, take a deep breath, pause for a second and think that everyone around you has a good intention. Everyone around you is working to make you better, to add to your day and to do something good for you. You know, believe that people are inherently good. 
when we start on picking on things that small actions that people do which are very very pure like holding the door for someone or letting a you know a walker or um i'm forgetting the word what they're called um you know when someone's walking on the road crossing the street yeah like when you let someone who's crossing the street cross by when you're driving in the car so those little moments those are the moments which are inherently good about people so start seeking of all the small actions of goodness that you don't even think about and just for today try on this mindset of thinking that everyone out there has something good in their heart and start noticing the small actions of goodness don't look for something big no one's going to bring you flowers today they might i mean they might you never know but i'm not telling you to look for big big gestures i'm just telling you in the back of your mind train it to tell you that pick up on the small actions of goodness today so think beautiful think that you're lovely and you're worthy and that everyone around you is kind and giving instead of thinking that everyone is cruel or arrogant and greedy think that everything around you is beautiful everything is lovely and you're worthy of this love you're worthy of all the love that's been given to you by this world and everyone is kind and giving so simply just simply try out this mindset today and let's see what happens let's see if your confirmation bias acts towards serving you today by allowing you to see that in people i don't know what's going to happen but i'm pretty sure it's going to be much much better than stepping outside thinking that i hate people and i know you might be one of those people who say and who tell me that well anushka i'm not being me i'm not being me if i just fake and put on this fake mindset because you told me to okay if you're listening to this podcast you've already about invested 30 minutes of your day into this so you might as well put in an extra 2 minutes and train your mind to look at things this way for today just for today and see what happens and one small thing you can do is smile at three strangers today i know some of us hate smiling but try it out see what happens when you smile at three strangers today because these little actions you never know how much they're adding to others days and you never know how much they can add to your day so let's see what happens if you're facing a burnout i hope i hope you take a pause and reflect upon where you are and don't worry it's temporary it's going to go away if you want it to and if it's not a burnout if it's just a mindset that you're so accustomed to that you don't know how to let go anymore try to use the confirmation bias to your benefit and try to have a different kind of you know bias to for your actions in your day to confirm towards which would be seeing beautiful seeing the love in the people and just believing that people are good people have a good intention at heart and let's see what happens for you thank you so much for listening in i'm so grateful for all the energy and time you spent with me today i hope to back have you back in here in the next episode and i hope you apply these little little strategies in your day and see what happens if you want to check out my page my website and my kind kind sponsors go to the link down below which is mysting.com/resources or shoot me an email to tell me how acting upon these strategies went for you email me at anushka@mysting.com you can find it in the bio i'm super excited to see how all of this goes for you because it has worked excellently well for me 
and for a lot of other people in this world. I'm going to tell you about all the science facts, research that's been done on simply seeing things differently, on confirmation bias, if you want to. You can shoot me an email, I can send you all that research because it's excellent to see how well can confirmation bias work towards us and against us. So try this mindset today and let's see what happens for you. Thank you, take care, and it's Anushka signing off. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for sharing your time with me. You're super special and we are here to unlock the uniqueness within you. I'm grateful that you decided to carve out this time for yourself. Hopefully what I shared with you today will help you get closer to the true you. If this episode did help you, then be sure to share it with someone else you know that might need it. That mission you and I share will only be achieved when we share with others what has helped us. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how to live intuitionally and how to discover our true unique selves, self-acceptance, self-discovery, and connecting with who we are.